So welcome to Exodus 19, the nation married to Yah, with your host, Richard Massey. I pray that you guys are having an awesome Sabbath. And I pray also that whatever you and your family are going through, that Yah gives you the strength to get through it. I'm having such a great time with the book of Hebrews. I'm deciding to do another one. I'm deciding to do Hebrews 4 and see what that's talking about. So without any more delay, let's start with Hebrews 4. It says, therefore, since a promise remains of entering into his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the good news was brought to us as well as to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not having been mixed with belief in those who heard it. For we who have believed do enter into that rest. As he has said, as I swore in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, and yet his works have come into being from the foundation of the world. For somewhere he has said thus about the seventh day. And Elohim rested on the seventh day from all his works. And in this again, if they shall enter into my rest, since then it remains for some to enter into it, and those who firmly formerly received the good news did not enter in because of disobedience. He again defines a certain day today, saying through thy womb, so much later as it has been said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Yahushua had given the rest, he would not have spoken of another day after that. So there remains a Sabbath keeping for the people of Elohim. For the one having entered into his rest, as himself also rested from his works, as, as Elohim rested from his own. So that's the first 10 verses of Hebrews 4. So can we get anything out of those 10 verses? And what's he talking about? What is this chapter talking about? Chapter 4, 1. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering into his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the good news was brought to us as well as to them. So it was brought to us today as well as to them back then. So who is them? It says, for indeed, the good word, the good news was brought to us as well as to them. So we both, all of us heard it. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not having been mixed with belief in those who heard it. Again, we all heard it and some received it, but who are the ones that it did not profit? Not having been mixed with belief, because you need to have belief when you hear it to receive it, to build faith. Three, for we who have believed do enter into that rest. So we who have believed do enter into that rest. As he has said, I swore, as I swore in my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, and yet his works have come into being from the foundation of the world. 
So this is not the law. This is the covenant commandment that started in Genesis 2. And before that, we first learned of it in Genesis 2. But he said he swore it, and it has come into being from the foundation of the world. So this is not the law. This is a covenant. This is a commandment. This is a way of culture. For somewhere he has said it thus about the seventh day, Genesis 2. Genesis 2. And Elohim rested on the seventh day from all his works. What day? The seventh day. Right? Elohim rested from all his works. He established this culture and he established this uh, thing that he wants us to do like he did it. Genesis 2 and from the foundation of the world. But you say it's, it's of the law and we don't have to do it. But yet it's being mentioned and talked about in Hebrews 4. And in this again, if they shall enter into my rest, that's, that's 4 or 5. Since then it remains for some to enter into it, and those who formerly received the good news did not enter because of what? Disbelief. Oh, you don't have to do that. That's of the law. I'm a Christian. I go to church, but yet I don't honor the Sabbath. Is that disbelief? Or is that a lack of knowledge? Because it's going to be one of the two. Because there's a reason why you're not receiving. That 6 says, since then, it remains for some to enter into it. And those who formerly received the good news... They received it back then, and we're receiving it now. We're receiving the news, but we're not going to enter because of what? Disobedience. It says, he again defines a certain day. Today, saying through Daewoo, so much later as it has been said today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Do you hear me talking to you about his word? Just trying to... um, uh, uh, uh enter into your ear gate, but you harden your heart and you say, yeah, I'm not going to listen to this because uh, this is not for today. This is irrelevant for today. So you're hardening your heart, right? Eight, for if Yahushua had given him rest, given them rest, he would not have spoken of another day after that. Now listen to nine. And I don't know what your uh, King James Version says. So there remains a Sabbath keeping for the people of Elohim. Elohim is referred to in the Old Testament, again in Genesis, right? So it's a Sabbath keeping for the people of Elohim. For for the one having entered into his rest, as himself has also entered from his works, as Elohim rested from his own. In my notes, I have Yahshua is trying to separate your soul, your philosophy, and your spirit. There are so many opportunities for me to work on Friday nights and Saturday mornings. This would faster and increase my revenue weekly. But when the law or the covenant commandment is telling me not to do so, my obedience show my faith even though it appears not to make sense to most. 
My obedience is my works. My obedience, not working from 6 p.m. Friday to 6 p.m. Saturday at evening, is my works. My flesh tells me to go ahead and work, that Yah will forgive me. My knowledge tells me don't go to work, which is going to show your faith. My obedience to Yah simply telling me not to, to not to work and to honor this day is a sign of faith. Faith without works is dead. Right? And what's the other scripture? Uh, hope. What is it? The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. I don't see the benefit of not working on the Sabbath. But I trust Yah that he's showing me something that's going to benefit me in a spiritual way that I know not of. By simply shutting down and honoring his word. Because most men would say, yeah, I'm going to go to work because I can't see. I could definitely do more. Going to work today. Going to work right now. I don't see what he's talking about. Right? It says, my obedience is my works and my faith in Yah's word. Because I'm walking by faith and not by what I see. And not by what I understand. And not by what I know know to be true in my mind. I'm giving myself away so that he can use me. Right? 11 says, let us therefore do our utmost to enter into that rest. You have to press. I know you want to do stuff on Saturday and Sunday and Friday night. But you have to press. You have to do your utmost, utmost to enter into that rest, lest anyone fall after the same example of disobedience. Lest anyone falls after the same example of disobedience. We look at Friday night and Saturday like it's the time to catch up on fun and shopping. But it's the time to rest your body. Be a sign of who you are to him, to show your faith, to show your obedience, and be different from the world. This is why I think that Yahshua died on the cross for us, and why he is our advocate. Because they are the ones, they are the only ones who know the true thoughts and the intents of the heart. Yahshua and Elohim. This, that's the day I'm talking about. They are the only ones that know the only reason you work on the Sabbath is because you have no choice right now. And I believe that this is where he reminds the Father of this fact because he knows your heart. So if you're somebody who wants to honor the Sabbath, but you do have to honestly work, I believe that that's where he is the advocate to the Father. Not because he's, a, he's not an advocate because you're out here doing whatever you want to do and you slip up and then you say you're sorry and then he turns to the father and he's an advocate. He's an advocate because he knows in your mind, in your heart, in your soul that you want to honor the Sabbath. 
But your job schedule or your work schedule makes you work Friday night into Saturday or makes you work Saturday morning into, into the end of the Sabbath. That's when he's an advocate to the father because he knows you have no choice. He knows you have to feed your family. And that's reminded in 412, where it says, For the word of Elohim is living and working and sharper than any two-edged sword, cutting through even to the dividing of being and spirit. The being and spirit is he knows your heart. He knows your intent. He knows you have a desire to work this, to not work the Sabbath. And the joints and the marrow and are able to judge the thoughts and, and the intents of the heart. He knows if you had a, a choice, you would rather be home with your family, honoring the Sabbath, than being at work. Hebrews 4.12 is amazing. I never heard that scripture or that verse being broken down like that. That's why I think that he has the full ability to send you to hell when he returns because he knows the thoughts and the intentions of your heart. He knows whether you really honor the Sabbath. Yah knows everything manifested, and there is no creature hidden from his sight, for all are naked and laid bare before the eyes of him with whom is our account. He knows. So if you have to work the Sabbath and you honestly don't want to, but you know you have to, he knows that and he's an advocate to the Father. But if you're playing games and, you know, you want to stick with the traditions of men, false prophets and false um, doctrine, and you saying that you don't have to uh, honor the Sabbath, it's disobedience. Hebrews 4 says so, not me. In my notes, I have Yahshua is our great high priest that passed through the heavens, that passed into the most holy place. 14 says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Yahshua, the son of Elohim, let us hold fast to our confessions. In my, in my notes, I have since the start of his ministry, Yahshua have, could have did the things that he wanted to do, but he always did his father's will instead. Yahshua made a choice. 15. For we do not have a high priest unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who was tried in all respects as we are, apart from sin. Therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of favor in order to receive compassion and find favor for timely help when your family's going through, when you're going through, when you need an emergency. And we talked about it, I think, in Hebrews uh, 10 last week. The Levitical high priest, when he went into the Holy of Holies, he had to make sure all his sins were taken care of before he could even start on you. But now we can go boldly before the throne ourselves. We don't have to wait for him to get through all his, uh, his ratchetness and his sinful nature before we can just get started by boldly going before the throne ourselves. So when you're trying to be obedient, maybe he can give you that desire 
because he knows that he that you uh, are trying to walk by faith and not by sight. But if you're being disobedient and therefore let us come boldly to the throne of favor in order to receive compassion. Maybe he says, no, nah, not not going to honor that right now. And find favor for timely help, timely help. I need it right now. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be moved. I'm not going to look your way. And that's when you get people to be atheists. And that's when you get people to find another religion. Because they'll say that this is this this Bible stuff don't work. No, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Especially when you're hearing somebody teaching you and trying to show you that the way you've been doing it is wrong. But again, you want to stay under the traditions of men because your great grandmother and grandfather did it that way. Because your mother did it that way and your father did it that way and all your friends did it this way, that way. You don't want to change, but I'm showing you what it says. And then when you pray and he does not answer, oh, yeah, God is not there. He doesn't care about me. You know how many um, things you can find in the trash and you take it home? Somebody put it out on the trash and you take it home and you tinker with it and start working? That's because the previous owner didn't know what he was doing with it. And he threw it in the trash. But because you have a little bit of knowledge with that particular thing, you couldn't believe that somebody threw it in the trash and you plugged it up and you did what you were supposed to do to it. And that thing started working. That's exactly what the word of God is. For so long, we've been we've been plugging it up and turning it on. We didn't read the, the directions or the instructions of it and it didn't appear to work. And we called it irrelevant. That's because leadership didn't know how to use it. 60 years of my life. 60. Well, 56. I learned to start learning something different four years ago. This is just a reminder that this podcast is also on Spotify and Instagram. I am live on YouTube as well. So don't forget to like my page and to share my page where it applies. And don't forget to hit the notification button. And don't forget to subscribe as well. Shalom.